Live from Cobb County, they're coming off the top rope. If they can actually climb up there. You gotta be kidding me! Now don't do this! It's time for the finishing move. Our chance to talk all things wrestling with the road dog, Adam Gillespie, the bearded wrestling fan, Chris Colwell, and Big John Radcliffe. The finishing move on Atlanta's SportsX. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of the finishing move live from Cobb County on the Atlanta SportsX, 1230 AM, 106.3 FM. Big John Radcliffe. That's all you got? We're live from where? You got to give it all, man. You don't interrupt the Undertaker when he's walking down the aisle. You don't interrupt the Ultimate Warrior when he was running down the aisle. R.I.P. You don't interrupt Rey Mysterio when he's coming down the aisle. I'll be quiet now. Big John Radcliffe and the man who forced his way in, Chris Colwell, uh, joining me alongside... Conspicuous by his absence, the third member of our team. I have no clue. Where is Adam? Where is he? I don't know. I, I thought he was joining us. I thought he was going to helicopter in like Sting did in the 90s. Oh, too, soon. And, and, too soon for helicopter jokes. Too soon. We just had too soon. That's true. Just way <laughs> too. I know this is a wrestling show. Safely. But this is a sports station too soon, bro. You are just like walking in. <laughs> You are really the shock master today. You are just going to walk through the wall and trip and have your helmet fall. You're just not going to do anything right today, huh? No, I'm going to do a lot right today. But proceed. That's Chris Colwell, by the way. Obviously, he this is his first day here on the job, so he, he's new to this whole radio thing. You guys have to forgive him. All right, well, look, we got a big show today. we got a special guest in joining us today. He's doing some good in the world. He's doing some good things in the world. He's also doing some good things in the world of wrestling. He's going to join us in our next segment, Brandon Benefield. But, look, we got to get right to it because today, or, well, yesterday over there, but it might be like, say, I don't know how this time zone works. My head is hurting. Somewhere overseas, it was Super SmackDown, Super Showdown. Super SmackDown. <laughs> Look, honestly, it was hot garbage. Yes, it was. I, I'm not going to sit here and put put on a happy face and be kind about this. It was hot garbage, but we made our picks, as we've been doing all year long for all pay-per-views. We've been doing our picks. We've been going through them one by one just to see how we do at the end of the year. Now, ironically, this pay-per-view here we are only in february it might be marred in a little bit of controversy we'll get you to that one because we're going to get right into our results so as we go through this we're also going to give you our picks that we had and we're going to discuss discuss the results as we had them so we're going to start it off roman reigns took on king corbin now this was in a steel cage match Obviously, Roman Reigns and being king of the ring, this is kind of one of the things that you have a bit of a hard time with because typically when you're king of the ring, things don't work out well for you. Colwell, do you remember your pick for this one? I do. I oh. had Roman Reigns winning this thing, and I believe I was right. I think we had a full house. Let's hear how we what, let's hear the picks that we made. Colwell, who do you pick? I've got Roman Reigns winning here, going strong, going into WrestleMania. I'm going to go with Roman Reigns as well. I think he's going to take down King Corbin, Adam Gillespie. Well, I'm going to go with you guys as well. I hate to pick somebody who used to play on the flat uh, for uh, the Georgia Tech, but I'm going to pick Roman Reigns as well. Uh, Well, I mean, I don't know why he was trying to hate Yeah. (laughs) Look, I mean, I think we were right. We picked Roman Reigns. I'm not sure why Gillespie had to sit there and hate on an, uh, you know another wrestler 
but just because he went to Georgia Tech. I'm a Georgia fan. I don't know why we're hating on him just because, you know, those days are gone. But either no, way. No, those days are not gone. And if you're a Georgia fan, you don't hate Georgia Tech. You're Guess what? You're not a Georgia fan. Okay. And here with I the hate Georgia Tech. Is I don't Gillespie. hate people who went there. Road take dog, it too far, how sir. are you, sir? Well, my dad graduated from Tech, and we haven't ever spoke since he told me that. <laughs> well, my father-in-law is a Tech fan, and I managed to get along with him just fine. So, I'm doing good, John. How are you tonight? I'm very well, sir. Thank you for joining us. Well, I was connected at six uh, six fifty eight. Who did you make aware of this? Uh, you and Colwell via text. Colwell, um, let's see. I have a text from my wife. At 7 o'clock, when the show started, I see a text here. So, uh, uh, you know. Thank you for joining us, sir. Obviously, this show is not starting off anyway like we intended. The pleasure's all yours. So, Adam Gillespie, since you have been the late man, your thoughts on King Corbin and the results of Roman Reigns in the Steel Cage at Super Showdown. Well, uh, King Corbin, and you know, uh, we all picked it, though, right? Uh, we knew that was going to happen. We knew it was going to send, uh, give him the momentum that he needed for a sma- uh, for WrestleMania. He wasn't going to lose, uh, so it was kind of a no brainer. Uh, all three of us picked that one. Um, you know, it is what it is. I haven't got to watch the full pay per view as I was with Buck and Kincaid today. I did see Name dropper. bits and pieces of that match, uh, but in with it, uh, but um, you know. It was an easy pick. Words seem to be hard for Mr. It was that bad well, He's today been sitting there with Kincaid watching General Hospital, so that'll do that to your brain. It'll numb okay. you a little bit. And that bit. stuff is fake, let me tell you. That General oh. Hospital? Oh. It is. I agree with that. Oh. For once, we agree on something. You guys are taking shots at Kincaid. It's late in the night. Good grief. All right, well, let's continue on with our next match. I agree with you guys. Well, I have no words for it. I saw highlights from this match. I didn't get to see it because, you know, obviously – Super Showdown takes place on Wednesday of March or something like that, so I have no clue how this time change works. But next, we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. I think Adam might have gotten this one right. I feel like I've gotten, I know I got this one completely wrong, but let's hear what everyone's picks were tonight. Colwell, who's your pick? I'm going to go here with the New Day retaining here. I think they're going to win. Road Dog, who's your pick? Miz and Morrison? I'm going to say New Day Day retain. I'm going to the same boat. I'm going to go with the New Day. I don't. All right, so we, we all were three all wrong on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one. You know, I almost wanted to pick Miz, and 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 kind yeah. of for the same reason um, that I wanted to, that I uh, went against, or I thought Seth Rollins may lose, is because maybe they want to get Kofi in a singles program running into WrestleMania, but I didn't, um, and uh, and we all got a little egg on our face for that one. That's one that could have really honestly went either, either way. way. You right. couldn't have gone wrong in either direction. And to me, it was like there was going to be a tag title change. It was a matter of which one it was going to be. And obviously, me and John got – well, we picked them both wrong. You got the second one right there, Adam. But, you know, the, the Miz one and with the, the New Day did not work out for any of us. The only thing I thought about this one was Morrison coming back. I don't know what the terms of his contract is. I don't know what the terms of uh, Miz's contract is as well. And one of, that was one of the things that kind of sparked to mind of – I think they're going to kind of get the red carpet treatment because even though WWE will never say it, John Morrison's proven that he has no loyalty to anyone. He'll leave at a heartbeat, and he's been Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Mercury, Johnny everywhere. He could have obviously, at a drop of a hat, been Johnny All Elite. 
And I think that's a concern for WWE. Now, do I think John Morrison's ready to be, you know, a main eventer? Absolutely not. I think he could still use some work on the mic. But I think they're they're going to propel them. They loved them as a tag team back in the day. I think they're going to love them as a tag team right now. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championships. I don't even remember how we did on this one. I got it right. You did? Let's yes, find sir. out. Road Dog, who's your pick for the Raw Tag Team Champions? So I'm going to say they retain as well. Chris Colwell. Yeah, I think the Street Profits are going to win it. I agree with Colwell. I think this is where Seth and Buddy Murphy drop him right now. Road Dog, good job. You got this one right. I think you made up some ground on this on a Super Showdown because I don't think I did very well on my picks for this one. I haven't been able to look at everybody's picks. Uh, I have the paper that I wrote down everybody's picks on. I left in in the car, quite in my car, quite honestly. Your company uh, car or your personal car? Company. No, personal. Aren't they one and the same? Personal. Uh, but uh, overall, just uh, I went six and four on the night, uh, but or the middle of the day, I guess. The afternoon. <laughs> yeah, the middle of the day. Uh, but this was one of the one that winded up in my six column. I just had a feeling. Um, they weren't ready to take that belt off of uh, Seth and Buddy yet. Well, I mean, look, I, I think you and I talked about it the other day, Gillespie. We we both agree that that t- those titles are coming off of Seth at some point. It's a matter of when, so that he can go a singles route for WrestleMania. They can, you know, carry this out a little bit further. Maybe the Street Profits weren't the direction they wanted to go. I felt they were deserving of a tag title run. But maybe they got somebody else in mind to win those titles from Murphy and Rollins. But they didn't go that route today. Me and Big John have egg on our face after that. So let's just move on. They definitely still could. I mean, we have Elimination Chamber before the um, – and, of course, any given Raw, they could drop them. I mean, that's where Seth and Buddy won them was on a Raw, right? So um, any given pay-per-view, that could happen. I'm pretty sure that the last probably four, five, six – Raw tag title changes have happened on Raw. They haven't happened on pay-per-view. I think SmackDown's the one that's had the, the pay-per-view title changes. So you may be very right there, Road Dog. We may see that happen, you know, in the road to WrestleMania. They may, I mean, who knows? Maybe Seth goes into WrestleMania with the tag title but doesn't actually defend it and has a singles match. Yeah, We've the, seen stranger things. Yeah, the Raw titles, the, the tag team titles, that is, they've definitely not been dropped at pay-per-views lately. So it hasn't been a rarity that that would happen. Uh, our next match, Brock Lesnar taking on Ricochet. Oh. <laughs> technically, Colwell, you got was this, this a match. Colwell technically was wrong on this one. And here's the why. The side bet. Here's why. Now we get to the WWE Championship. Brock Lesnar taking on Ricochet. I don't think Brock Lesnar loses the belt here. I think Brock Lesnar continues on as champion. I, th- I think what we should pick here, does this match go over 10 seconds long? <laughs> so I think we know Road Dogs pick. You're going Brock Lesnar, am I correct, Adam? Yes, sir. Colwell. Brock's definitely winning, but it's going to be at least a five-minute match. Yeah, Ah. Mr. Colwell. You were wishful thinking there, buddy. (laughs) I was totally wrong on that, but I do, you know, uh, on a technicality standpoint, I am not wrong because that is not within the rules of our picks. Okay, we'll go with that. Look, we all knew. I mean, kudos. This shows that Paul Heyman was backing Ricochet 100%. Now, does that mean he wanted to feed him to his champion? Possibly. But I don't think it hurt Ricochet. I don't think it helped him. Oh, it hurt. I don't think he's in any different predicament than where he was before. Well, yeah, no, you're right. It's not he was any anything that he wasn't before because it didn't help him in any way. And he and again, going back to that promo where he came out on Raw and looked like an idiot when he just went down there and got kicked in or um, you know, F five real quick after talking all that crap to Brock. Uh, this did not. This again, 
in no way has helped out Ricochet. I think it had. Look, I don't think that How? it made him a superstar, but you got to remember, he didn't F5 him. He kicked him between the legs. If anything, I mean, I know it's not supposed to make Brock look inferior, and it didn't. But, I mean, look, he didn't want to try to fight Ricochet. He just kicked him between the legs and moved on. Him being That's involved right. with Brock, just virtue of being in a match with him and in a program, even if it was brief, and even if that happened. Look, Kofi Kingston got squashed by Brock Lesnar, too. Does that mean that Kofi Kingston, you know, dropped to the complete that bottom of the card? Com- that is, two wow, completely, two completely different, two completely okay, different scenarios. Kofi, King- Kofi Kingston... Kofi Kingston, as of right now, he's looking basically at some point in time, he'll be inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame. Ricochet's not going into the Hall of Fame if his career ended right now. Ricochet's not there yet. He hasn't even held a title in WWE worth of note for any length of time yet. You can't make that comparison where you're saying Kofi Kingston and Ricochet, outside of some of their movesets, and Ricochet's more of a high flyer, you can't make that comparison just yet. Kofi Kingston, and even if you listen to their podcast, uh, Big... um, Xavier Woods even said it. When they were forming the New Day, if the New Day didn't work out, Big E would have gone back to NXT. Kofi Kingston would have continued on as a mid-carder, ultimately making his way into the Hall of Fame, and Xavier Woods would have been fired. Right now, if... If they don't put Ricochet into some sort of program right now where basically he's a mid-carder that can start looking at a mid-card belt, nothing more will be done with him. He'll get lost in the sauce, and we'll see him back at NXT. Well, maybe his next program will be with an Andrade-type talent, or maybe he's going to— I mean, I'm not sure who you. I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe he becomes part of the Seth Rollins uh, feud along with Kevin Owens. Maybe there's something there. I think part of what he's going to run into right now, when you look at the likes of Umberto, when you look at so many other mid carders that are sitting right in that area, he should have been put into that mix right there and gone into it. Now, right now, basically, I don't want to say he'll become a jobber. They're going to have to be very careful in how they put him in the next move. But I don't think this hurt him at all. I don't think this dropped him to the bottom of the barrel. But also, in the same token, I don't think this elevated him at all by being squashed. It hurt him because it didn't help him in any way. This match was timed on Twitter. It lasted a minute and 25 seconds. minute and 30 is one I saw. I mean, it is. I mean, that is not helping someone when you come out and squash them in a minute and twenty-five seconds, and you gain nothing. He did. I mean, minimal to none offensive moves, and it's just not helping him. There's no way it doesn't hurt. It doesn't help him in any way, and it hurts him because it didn't help him. In my opinion, you could have given him some offense. Uh, you know, time. I'll put it that way. I mean, we saw. Uh, uh, Daniel Bryan have a good match with Brock and get a, a, a lot of good offensive moves in. AJ Styles at pay-per-views has had that with Brock. I mean, hey, credit to Brock. He has gone over to, I believe, every Saudi Arabia uh, event, and all of his matches are probably total timed under 10 minutes. So That's when you impressive. put them all together, so he is collecting some huge paydays over there for the minimal output. Yeah, for the minimal <laughs> $10 million a second. Break that down. He's somewhere in the $10 million range, a million dollars a second. I mean, the guy's doing very well for himself. Yeah. All right, so our final match that we're going to discuss here, it, it brought up a little bit of controversy. There's no controversy. Earlier today. And <laughs> part of the controversy that came out of it is evidently someone read the dirt sheets. They got an inside track. They got an inside call from someone. And midway through the morning, they decided that they wanted to change their pick. 
Now, the person who's done this, they'll, they, I think I cut them out of this audio, so you won't hear their pick in here, and so we're going to have to come up with a decision here. And I think we're going to actually invite our special guest, Brandon Benefield, in a little bit early, Ooh. and he'll be the judge. So I'm going to play the audio now. Well, like and then guy. last, we have the Universal <laughs> Championship. We have the fiend, Bray Wyatt, who will be taking on Goldberg. Cole, who's your pick? Oh, if anybody picked Goldberg, they'd probably be crazy here, but I'm going to go with the fiend. I think Goldberg, Goldberg wins. I think this will help bring him over, and he'll start his farewell tour. All right. I made my pick. I was right by Goldberg. Colwell, you scoffed at a, at me. <laughs> I scoffed at both of you. At the time. The idea was preposterous. We'll get to that. There was one voice missing from this soundbite, and that would be the third member of our team, Adam Gillespie. Because Adam's original pick, he went with Goldberg. But let's pull up the uh, text message that we got and let's look at the exact time in which we got it. It would be at approximately 11.18 this morning. I'm switching from Goldberg to Bray Wyatt. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I switched and then got it wrong. So you're you're sticking with your pick that you're <laughs> well, going yeah, with I Wyatt. I told him he could change it after the end of the match. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll take the hit and, move, and change my record. I have no problem because I did do that. But if you accept it this time... Moving forward, you've got to be willing to accept it. That's, moving forward, I'm going to let his original pick stand and let him actually take. But a victory I have no here. problem. I have no problem with either any of us switching picks if you make the others known aware of it and you do it before the pay per view starts. See, my only but it's not about us. What do you mean it's not about it's us? It's about us and our listeners. The listeners, what, the, the six viewers, people? the viewers that <laughs> well, watched that YouTube show the other day. Chad in Hawaii. That can, pick. Chad in Hawaii can switch his pick to. Thank you. <laughs> hey, we love Chad. He's a good dude. Call us at 404 741 1230. Be a part of the show. But well, now look, you want to give out the number. <laughs> hey, you're the one running point here, sir. Look, I'm, I'm going to let his original pick stand because here's the All issue right. that I have. Right now, where we have documentation of what it was, in changing it, honestly, it just kind of murkies the water a little bit too much. Yeah, it could it get overdone. Yes, it could. But both of you acknowledged the change. You you both were aware of it, whether you liked it or not. Uh, and it was done before the pay-per-view. That would have been my stance. Uh, if you don't want to let it stand, though, that's fine. I, I'll take the, the W here for picking Goldberg and being crazy. But uh, Actually, you're not crazy because you picked Wyatt technically, but, you know. Well, that was today. I, but back then, I was crazy. <laughs> back then, you were insane. Now, you, you look, I, you kind of had to know this was coming. We all said it. Goldberg wasn't going over there to get embarrassed. He wanted to go over there. And you know how we got a chance to see that two people needed to fix, needed to right some wrongs, or WWE needed to right the wrongs that were done by two people by their own, by their own admission. Goldberg needed to fix his, and Undertaker fixed his by going over, choke slamming AJ Styles, and winning the gauntlet match. Now, one of the things that I said we wanted to do for the final decision, though, is Brandon Benefield. Yes, sir. You know, Road Dog did a mid, mid, a pre pay per view switch on us. Mm hmm. Should we let it stand? That, now, Brandon, I mean, you've heard both sides of this story here. Uh, I think I've pled my case, and I'm fine with it, honestly, either way. Either we establish a rule that was not established beforehand, we are now establishing and saying once you make your pick, you can't change it right, unless right. The, you know, unless there's maybe changes in the match itself. Uh, or you can, as long as you make the other guys aware of it and it's done before the pay-per-view. I, I kind of got to agree with Gillespie here. He's making a lot of sense. 
All right, this will be your last time on the show. He's making a lot of sense. (laughs) You cannot agree with this man. (laughs) Be your last time on the show. Well, he said he didn't like me. I'm trying to win him over here. (laughs) I love you. My goodness. Love you too, buddy. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, there you go. I mean, guys, if you're cool with that, I'll take the L for for switching to The Fiend. But we do open up that Pandora's box. We have to put. We We take this to a vote. I will say honestly, though, I will say that it should be whatever you said on air. Thank you. Live, that should be the. uh, Well, now you're going against the complete opposite. I know, I know, I know. I was just trying to sympathize. I was just trying to win you over real quick. (laughs) If you want my real opinion, yeah, it should be whatever you said live on the air. I would think because, like Chris said, it's it's about the fans. Yes, all six, all six of them. Yeah, have we actually counted? Are we up to six now? Well, four of us are in the room or, or, or on the show. Oh I've, I've never actually heard you guys before. No, I'm kidding. Well played. Look, if we're going to do that, and, and I guess we'll, we'll make an on-show decision, if we're going to pull that curtain back and we're going to do that, we got to at least put some sort of time restriction on it. I mean, is it one hour before the pay-per-view starts? Is it two hours before the pay-per-view starts? Or we just don't do it at all? We don't do it. That's one vote. All right. Gillespie? I'm fine either way, honestly. I don't care. That's not a vote. Well, obviously, you know my plan be- or my vote because I tried to do it. <laughs> That's true. No, see, so- G- Gillespie's like, hey, where do you want to go to dinner? I don't care. But then when you go somewhere, he's like, I don't want to no. go here. <laughs> oh, so you're calling him a woman. Well, <laughs> you called him a woman. I didn't say that. that. You're, you're calling Gillespie a woman. That's what and my not wife so many does. words. <laughs> What do you want for dinner? All right, I'll get burgers. No, I want Thankfully, something Thankfully, my wife doesn't do that, but I already know going in how picky she is on, on food, so we pretty much only have like two or three restaurants to go to anyway. Okay, I wouldn't go too far. That's the fifth listener that we have, so <laughs> <laughs> you might not want to dig too deep in the Your wife ones. doesn't listen? No. Why? Because we have a kid, and she's getting him ready for bed. Well, don't you want to raise your kid up in loving the finishing move? So, back to our stuff, vote. Some of the stuff you talk about, we can't let children listen You're the to. one that usually goes extreme, sir. <laughs> John, what's your vote? I say we don't do it. I say we don't All allow right. it. Once we've recorded them, once we've either put it either A, on the podcast, the finishing move, the dark matches that you can hear at ATLSportsX.com, or we put it on the finishing move live, once we put it on one of our platforms, it's there, it's locked in, we should be set to go. All right, well, then I'll take the W with the uh... – with Goldberg, and, and now we know the rule moving forward. All right, sounds good. So I haven't tell That was peaceful. Give it time. He'll, re- he'll wreak havoc. <laughs> Give it time. It's not over. All right, look, all in all, Super Showdown, I didn't like it. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Thumbs down for you. How about you, Colwell? Hey, honestly, if it was, if you took that whole show from top to bottom, if the rest of the show was great, the way it ended ruins it for me because – I've said that many a times that a pay, the way a pay per view ends yeah. can either yeah. can sway you to either no matter what had happened before in some cases uh, the way a pay per view ends can sway you to have either enjoyed it or disliked it yeah and it's just an awful booking decision when you look well, at you, I disagree with that well you have built the fiend up for months as this unstoppable monster and the one that stops him is a fifty five year old man who hasn't wrestled in three years why are you That's yelling insane. Who was also an unstoppable, unstoppable monster in At his day. At one time 20 years ago. This ain't 2000 anymore. I don't know how much age you're going to. I mean, if you want to put his lack of uh, activity or, or uh, recent matches out there. But age, I don't think we were going to throw that out there. Because look at uh, AJ Styles is 43 years old, 42 years old. So, I mean, 
Undertaker's yeah, 97 in well, East we're not, wrestling. I'm not using him as an example. <laughs> but, but have you seen the fallout from, from this? Or if, if you want to call it fallout? Uh, and if I'm jumping ahead on anybody's no, plans you're good. here, because I didn't receive show notes. Um, we didn't but, even know you were going to be here today, so honestly, it's an honor. I think I lost mine. Did you see the esteemed actor who has now, slash wrestling fan, who has now canceled, I don't know how you do this, but he canceled his WrestleMania tickets because he does not want to see Goldberg. Oh, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Is well, who sold him tickets yeah. anyway? <laughs> He has canceled uh, his tickets to WrestleMania because he does. He was so upset uh, with the uh, outcome <laughs> of a fiend uh, and, and Goldberg. Goldberg aside, being potentially wrestling at WrestleMania, because again, we still got a pay per view between now and then. This could be just like a quick storyline switch to get to you know if he wrestled at the Elimination Chamber. The likelihood is he's going to WrestleMania, but you never know. I didn't think they would literally put the strap on the guy either. So, honestly, I don't know how to predict WWE anymore because they don't know what the heck they're doing. This I has think- Chris Colwell so verklempt that he is literally in there yelling and spitting all over the mic right now. He looks like a rabid Wolverine. I'm the one there. sitting across from him. I know. I, I fear for your safety. No, say rabid Wolverine, zone. sir. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, we could say that one. I could say he, that one. He, been long uh, enough. Well, I- the rumor that's coming out of there, one way or another, you're going to see, I guess we'll call him a WWE legend. At WrestleMania, it's either going to be Goldberg or it's either going to be John Cena. Because there's, I've even seen rumors that somehow Cena ends up with the belt, and it's Cena versus Roman Reigns. So I, I'm intrigued to see what direction no, and, and how they try to recover 17th. from Seventeenth, it's not happening at uh, anything other than a WrestleMania. I'm intrigued. I agree with that. Record. I'm intrigued to see how this one kind of shifts around and how they move it about to try and work that whole thing out. Well, coming up on the finishing move. We're going to have a very special guest who's already joining us. He's going to come, and he's going to talk about some good things that he's doing in the world, some good things he's doing in the world of wrestling, and he's going to explain to us why exactly is he friends with Chris Colwell. (laughs) I don't have an answer for that, so I don't know what we're going to do there. We're going to try to figure that one out. Coming up on the the finishing move, 1230 AM, 106.3 FM on the Sports X. This is Atlanta Sports X, live from Cobb County and covering everything that you love about Atlanta. We start the day with home team in Hamilton at 9 a.m. as they bounce around the ATL with all the big local stories. Then at noon, it's the cheap seats with Tug Coward and Hudson Mason. And trust us, it takes an Atlanta radio veteran like Tug to keep that bulldog on the rails. And then at 3, it's the man, Mark Zinno on A to Z. Zinno is closing out the afternoon with his take on the day's stories and opinions about sports that you probably won't agree with. Add in Chuck and Chernoff on Bugged Hour from 6 to 7 p.m. The Mounts of the South and the Finishing Move on Thursdays. And you've got a lineup unlike any other. This is Atlanta's Sports X. Every rim rattling dunk. Teeth being pinned the lane and he jams it down over Williamson. Every clutch three. This is the ball right wing three. Yes, sir! And every unforgettable moment. Into the lane. Plays off. Takes one second to go. Yellow Jacket basketball lives here. Georgia Tech stuns North Carolina State in the regular season finale. Catch the Yellow Jackets all season only here on The Fan. Live from Cobb County, this is The Finishing Move. Talking all things wrestling on the X. Welcome back to The Finishing Move. Live from Cobb County, 1230 AM, 106.3 FM on the Atlanta Sports X. Big John Radcliffe along with my tag team partners, Adam the Road Dog Gillespie and Chris Colwell. 
and I'm very honored to welcome a very special guest. He joins us regularly. Thank you. But he is all... <laughs> See, this is the problem when I have Gillespie remote. I have no idea when See he's See what talking. you had to put up with? I, Man. I have to do this face-to-face. <laughs> See, now what could happen is we could really have a little bit of fun and say, Hey, Colwell, what's your thoughts on this segment? Colwell stepped out of the room for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Evidently, we're not important enough for him to join us for the entire show. So, Look, I got too riled up in that last segment talking about Goldberg, of all go, people being cool champion. Had cool I down. had to go take a lap. Yeah, I, My blood pressure's a little high. I had to get it back down for my health. I'm back. I feel better. Let's go. You sure? Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Turning all red in the face and getting flushed. All right, look, it's honored. For, I'm honored to welcome our special guest. He's a regular on the show, Brandon, Brandon Benefil. Brandon, what's happening, brother? What's up, guys? How's it going? Everybody doing all right? Other than uh, Colwell over here about to blow a gasket? Yeah, I feel bad. You're on the other side of the glass with him. Good luck with that, man. <laughs> Tell me how that goes. Well, I'm kind of pissed off, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh-oh. What happened, man? Tell us about it. I was under the impression. I thought we had uh, like a bros agreement. The next time you came in, you were going to bring Danny with Oh, uh, here we go. There we go. You know what? I, I told uh, Colwell earlier, I said, how long is it going to take before he brings up Danny? <laughs> it didn't take long. It yeah, so take what, long. Was the, what was the bet on that? You had like two minutes. I you had 30 seconds. I lasted longer than the Brock Lesnar <laughs> That's true. Well, that's true. Very true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, anyways. So any, Bra- any other questions besides that? <laughs> no, I'm, that's why I'm changing the subject. <laughs> so, Brandon, you. I hear you're doing some really good <laughs> things over here at Sport and Social in the coming days ah. and weeks. And I saw you do it last year. Yes, sir. But tell us a little bit more about what's going on over here at Sport and Social. Uh, we got it coming up March 21st. It's the third annual Rock the Bald ATL head shaving event benefiting the St. Baldrick's Foundation. And what that, what that is exactly, we're uh, raising money for childhood cancer research and we're shaving our heads in solidarity with kids that lose their hair during cancer treatment. So um, every year we do it over here at Sports and Social. This is our third one coming up, and we always have some guest barbers show up. We might have former Falcons uh, show up. We've we've had uh, Freddie Falcon will yes. be there. We've had Blooper from the Braves. You had uh, Kennesaw State football players show up KSU's last year. There, they're coming again this year. Nice. Freddie will be back this year. Maximus from the Atlanta Gladiators. Well, um, we've got a lot of people. Last year uh, you showed up, Big John, along with uh, Brian Fennerin and Tug. And from they, uh, our sister station over here. Well, Tug from, of course, the Cheap Seats. The Cheap Seats yeah. here on the SportsX that you can hear every day from 12 to 3. Now, look, uh, just as a show of solidarity, yes, sir. and we want to do our part. Now, Adam and I obviously can't help with this because we don't have hair currently. <laughs> right. Oh, I see where this but is going. one member of this show actually does. You know what? And as a show I, of solidarity from the finishing <laughs> move, I think he should join and go and get his head shaved. Because, number one, he can join his brothers with no hair, mm-hmm. as well as he's doing something good for kids and cancer research, right? I agree. I totally agree with you, and I've already uh, tried here. But, Chris, go ahead. Uh, what, what was your excuse? Well, like, uh, you know, I just I got, got married, married in November, and I really don't want to upset my wife. You know, happy wife, happy life. She happens to really like my hair and really like my beard. I even offered the idea I'd shave my beard for this instead of my hair. She didn't go for that either, so unfortunately, I can't do that. But okay. here's the thing. Whether or not you shave your head, you can still show up. You can uh, support. You can still donate. donate. Yes. So that's the thing. You can. You don't have to shave your head to come to the event. You can just come to the event. It's just a fun event to be at anyway. Uh, it's going to be 12 to 4 
on Saturday, March 21st, like we said, over here right next door to the station at Sports and Social Inside the Battery Atlanta, right next door to Truist Park. Now, the beauty of this event that I love that was all about it, because I met so many different families that I got a chance to talk with last year Mm -hmm. just when I attended and just to hear some of the stories and then to see the excitement of some of the people in terms of a portion of it. Because we've seen all the stories and I've seen videos on YouTube about people when they go to uh, the children's hospitals and just to show that show of solidarity with them. Well, my head shaved because I know what you're going through. But it is also one of those things that not just the symbolic portion of it, if you want to be a part of this, is there a way that someone could make donations as well to help with it also? I would tell people that the actual web address to St. Baldrick's website is a little long. So to make it easy, I would go to Facebook.com slash ATL. Facebook.com slash ATL. That's our Facebook page. And there's a links to, to uh, donate. There's links to sign up if you want to participate. And uh, all the info you need is right there on our Facebook page. So Facebook.com slash ATL. Now, Chris Colwell spoke on behalf of his wife, but Mrs. Colwell, if you're listening, 404-741-1230, we'd like to make sure that this is 100% true, because he's doing it for a good cause. Yeah, we got a bone to pick. I can confirm she is listening, by the way. She just texted me. She is listening, so we do have six fans tonight. We're not putting him through any kind of ritual. This is something for a good cause. It's not that we want him to be an outsider. We want to do something for a good cause. If it makes you feel any better, I'll do it for him. Yeah. I'll come over, and I'll shave his head for you. Like I said, we've had guest barbers every year, yes. so Big John was one of our guest barbers. I don't know that I want you shaving my head, sir. I can't get it wrong. I mean, yeah, we're taking it all off. It's not like it's going to be uneven or <laughs> yeah, anything. I can't yeah. get this wrong. Been doing it's all it one for, level. Been doing it myself for about 14 years, <laughs> so I can't get this one wrong. By the, the way, no, pers- no, no straight razors, so you're not going to have a blade. Okay. It's just clippers here. No, me, and him, me and Brandon had the conversation the other day. The only person that's going to shave my head in an event like that will be Brutus the Barber Beefcake if you can get him to actually show up. Ooh. Give, challenge accepted. There you Ooh. go. <laughs> also, be, also, Brandon Benefield, you are also doing some local things here in the world of wrestling with Southern Honor Wrestling. Yes, sir. Now, we know it's the first Friday of every month. Well, February ends in about two days, so that means on, I think if it's March 6th or yes, March sir. 7th, March you guys 6th. will have an event taking place very soon. What can we expect from Southern Honor Wrestling? March 6th, that's next Friday, at the Action Building in Canton, Georgia, 261 Marietta Road. Uh, tickets are available at southernhonorwrestling.com. And right now we've got eight huge matches lined up for you. And, uh, yes, uh, Adam Gillespie, Danny Jordan uh, will probably be there. So. Don't tell him that. I'm what just, are you doing? I'm just saying, before he, he's going to ask me, he's going to ask me. So I figured I'd just get ahead of it and uh, let him know. Now, she's not in a match. We do have a women's match, though, but... Uh, it's it's women that she's been feuding with, so I have a feeling she might be involved somehow. But uh, man, we've got a stacked card. We got Logan Creed's going to be there. The champion uh, Corey Hollis is going to be there. Ashton Starr. Uh, we've got Matt and Joey Lynch, who just won at the last show. Just won the inaugural tag team titles. It's a great cage in, match. In by a the cage way. match, by the way. So Chris got to see it. It's on. Uh, all of our shows are now on IndependentWrestling.tv. It's, uh, I believe it's like 9 or $10 a month. But Something like that, yes. If you use the code SHW, you can uh, get five days for free. So check us out on IWTV. All of our shows uh, since day one are there. All 16, no 17. Yep, coming up on SHW 18 this next Friday. So 17 shows that you can go and binge watch between now and next Friday and get also, all caught up. Your inaugural to tag team champions. Yes, sir. Your inaugural tag team champions, the belts. Nice. Yeah, they're yes. beautiful belts. So they, they are beautiful. We got to uh, we did a, a pre-show every every uh, 
at every SHW show, me and my commentary partner, Gerard, we do a pre-show on Facebook Live. And uh, they got they gave us the belts to show them off on the pre-show. Those things are heavy, man, but they looked gorgeous. Did you hey, try Brandon, to wear them? Yes, sir. I don't, I don't want to look ahead too far, but I know uh, it, uh, you got a big two-night event coming up in May, I believe it is. That's right, May 1st and 2nd, the a two-night Cup tournament. Invitational, yeah. Southern Cup. Yeah, Southern Cup Invitational. Not Southern Comfort. That's something completely Not Southern Comfort. Different, I, sorry, I have my mind somewhere else. Uh, no, Southern <laughs> Cup Invitational, or uh, SCI, if you will. Uh, but it's a two-night tournament. There's going to be 16 men, and so far we've got seven announced. Uh, are you guys familiar with Chris Bay, by the way? I have heard the name. I know Cody mentioned it. just signed Impact. It. Yeah, Cody mentioned him in an interview right before the Dynamite show right. last week. That That's somebody he is on the radar of AEW, but that was right before Impact announced they had signed him. Apparently, he's making a lot of waves out there. That's right. So he's a, he's a big name on the indie scene. He just got announced last week that he'll be at this tournament. Um, we've, got only, we've got seven guys announced so far. Joe Black, Tank, Kyle Matthews, David Ali, Slim J, Gunnar Miller, and, of course, like I said, Chris Bay. And one of these uh, specialty matches, it's not part of the tournament, but it will be on night one of the event. Uh, easy there, uh, Adam. Danny just and Kylie. Kylie Ray, Smiley Kylie, who's huge on the independent scene. She was briefly in AEW, and mm-hmm. uh, she will be making her SHW debut, debut taking on the real mean girl, Danny Jordan. So that'll be exciting. But, yeah, man, this tournament we're looking forward to. It's our first time we're doing a two-night event like this. So uh, it's going to be May 1st and May 2nd. And real quick, too, those tickets are actually already on sale at southerncuptickets.com. So you can get tickets for that. And while you're there, go ahead and get your tickets for next Friday uh, for SHW18 at southernhonorwrestling.com. That's going to be an exciting uh, couple of months now. So the the May show being two nights, Mm -hmm. uh, based on the promotion, is there no show in April? Uh, there is a show in April. Okay, so that's my understanding. I was okay. a little confused on that at first too, but my understanding is there is going to be a show in April, and I only know that because Ashton Starr did a uh, backstage interview where he said he's getting his title rematch in April. Oh, okay. Which, which tell everybody what happened with the match last month. It was a little wild. So they had a match last month. Ashton Starr was fighting Corey Hollis for the title, and to everybody's surprise, um, well, I don't know if it was a huge surprise, but everybody was very ecstatic when it happened. The whole place went ballistic. Ashton Starr actually beat Corey Hollis. Uh, there was a little controversy. It might have been a fast count by the referee. Um, so Gary Lamb allowed them to have a rematch that same night. They, were, they had already built the steel cage for the tag title match, and since the cage was up, Gary said, you know what, you can have your rematch right now, but you're going to do it in this cage, and then Corey Hollis actually won the belt back. So poor Ashton Starr only held the title for about 20 minutes. And then he lost it right back to Corey Hollis. So he does get a title rematch, but it won't be till April. Yeah, so they're coming up this next show in, in, in a uh, week from uh, tomorrow. Yep. It's a tag team match, correct? So it's going to be a six-man tag. Six-man Ashton Starr is going to team up with Matt and Joey Lynch, your tag team champions, ah. to take on Corey Hollis and the Lethal Poison, which is his backup, his uh, – Big goons, Which, if you will. The Michael Poison Judas, is Brady the Pierce. one, the guy in there that uh, looks a little like Thor, right? That has the uh, that you're probably thinking of Brady Pierce. Brady Pierce, there we go. Yeah, he's got the two stripes uh, painted on his face, and then Michael Judas has like the one stripe okay. painted on his face. Both okay. dudes about seven feet tall, and uh, yeah. Is it every, safe? every time they walk out, I look at Gerard. And I, I look at Gerard and I go, "Hey, don't make eye contact. <laughs> I don't want those guys coming over here." No, no, no. Same with Danny Jordan. Well, I don't no, want her yeah, over but there you either. have a history history with her where apparently you've been assaulted multiple times. For some it's, reason, I don't. She, video. Well, she says I have a punchable face, and I don't. I don't necessarily I don't disagree know. with that. Well, come on, guys. Here's what I recommend. Come on, come I, on, here, Big John, help me out. Here's what I'm going to offer up. 
I think you and Danny obviously have some issues that you need to work out. I don't have an issue. She Bring has an her issue. here to the finishing move. <laughs> Myself, Adam Gillespie, and yep, Chris Caldwell, yep. we will work as your therapist to work you guys through these Can, problems. Here's the thing, though. Can we make sure that Gillespie's not in the actual building physically? Look, we never know when he's going to show up. Let's just be honest. I didn't know where he was Because otherwise, I'm just saying otherwise, like, Danny might come. But if, if she knows Adam's <laughs> here, she probably won't. I honestly don't blame her for that. We never right. know where Gillespie's going to be. Okay. Well, he could show we'll up. He out. could be remote. There's no telling. We'll How see about, about that. We'll see. So I know I know uh, she's not too far from here. So maybe we can I can talk to we'll her. Come we'll in. see about getting her up we, here. Look, we do the finishing move live. Mm-hmm. We puts it on the Atlanta Sportex uh YouTube page. Right. We have our a couch. Have a look. That sounded very bad. Now that that's coming out of my mouth. You meant like for therapy. For wow. therapy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once that came out of my mouth, that no. sounded really bad. I, I got you. I know oh, where you're going. Oh, man. That, that, even down. more reason for Gillespie to not be here. Sit down. We can talk it out. You guys can be on opposite ends of the rooms. Me and Cole will be in the middle to kind of keep you guys separated. So if she decides that she wants to pounce and attack you, mm-hmm. you got me. I don't think Cole could stop her. <laughs> you got me to kind of slow her down before she gets to you, and we can try to work this out, make a good friendship out of this. You know what? I, I'd be all for that. But, I mean, she is the real mean girl for a reason, and I just don't know if she'll go for it. But but we can try. I'm willing to try. Gillespie, are you in? I'm in. Colwell? Why not? Let's do it. Look. All right. Let's talk to her. Here. Let's see what happens. We'll Have see her come in. Yeah. We'll get it all taken care of. I like it. Well, Brandon, hang out with us for a little bit you here. We're going to do some more picks, but right now it's time for us to go over the top rope. This guy just got back from concussion, and now he's actually going to take a little bit more of a break. It's Samoa Joe. Evidently, Samoa Joe, he just doesn't know how to say no as he failed WWE's wellness policy. Now, there have been some tweets out there, people even wondering, well, what's the wellness policy to be exact? Look, it's speculated it's nine times out of ten. He just decided he wanted to smoke weed every day. (laughs) But evidently, that's not okay with the WWE. What does WWE do with Samoa Joe? I mean, if it's not an injury, now you're talking he's going to be on the on the shelf for some time. Basically, he's looking at about a 30-day suspension, so that'll probably bring him back somewhere in the mid to early March as he started this program with uh, Samoa Joe. Are, are they just going to let him pick up where he left off, and does he get that push back to the top again? Because we talked about it before. Are they wasting their former champions? Well, look... <laughs> Probably, and we've said it, yeah, they definitely are. Now, with Joe, I think, I mean, this unfortunate timing for him, it's been really stop-start for him over the last year, too. I mean, multiple injuries. He's just been kind of in and out. He gets the concussion. Now he's got the wellness violation. I mean, I don't know how close we are to, well, are they going to do another superstar shakeup come April like they've done in the last few years? Are they going to do a draft? Are they going to reset the rosters when we get to the, uh, get past WrestleMania? Because honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Joe is off TV, even though the suspension's up before WrestleMania. I wouldn't be surprised if he does not come back till after WrestleMania. He's been on Raw. I wouldn't be surprised if he's either in NXT or SmackDown the next time you see him. His run in, uh, on the main roster, uh, I know we're, we're still calling it that, but has been uh, kind of disappointing. I know he's had some runs with the U.S. Championship, uh, but the injuries and now this, kind of the start and stop, like John alluded to, it, I'm a big Samoa Joe fan. Uh, John is, I know, as well. Uh, Colwell, I'm sure you've enjoyed his action, too. I wish they could really give him a solid push. Uh, but sometimes, and, and you hate to say this about injuries, but it's hard to get out of your own way sometimes. Um, and that's what this case is, apparently, I would assume. But uh, I, I hope they can uh, kind of let this maybe get this behind him. 
uh, keep them healthy and get a strong push for Samoa Joe. I would enjoy it. Uh, I've actually been in the ring with Samoa Joe before, and maybe that's a story for another time. But uh, name I, dropper. I know this I'm, story. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I was actually uh, kind of teaming with Joe against Jeff Jarrett back in TNA. But I'll, I'll tell you the guys that off the air, maybe on the uh, podcast, maybe on <laughs> the finishing move dark. Anyways, uh, Samoa Joe. Matches. I. I hate it for Samoa Joe because, like you guys said, like I, I don't think he's been used to his full potential. Um, I would, I'd love to see him come back to NXT, kind of do what Finn Balor's doing, kind of, you know, be a shot in the arm for NXT, bringing one of the big names back. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but yeah, someone else that we have no idea where he might end up because he's been very cryptic about it. It's Matt Hardy. Now, Matt Hardy, we've ah, seen him where he's going yeah. with Randy Orton and. He's taken the chair shots, and he's gone very cryptic on Twitter. And his wife has even come out where someone saw a photo or a video that she put out there with his kids. He didn't have the neck brace on, and they asked, where was the neck brace? She said, in the trash, along with that stupid storyline. But she used other words that the FCC Mm -hmm. won't allow us to use. But Matt Hardy, look, there's been rumors and reports that, look, he might be going to NXT. There's some contract issues. He could be a part of the Dark Order. He could be the leader of the Dark Order. He could go down to NXT, give it another shot in the arm, extend his bad knees for a little bit longer, or he could come back and we might actually get the Delita. Gillespie, where do you hope Matt Hardy ends up? And please don't say retirement. I, I would say I would like to see him show up in the uh, in the AEW, even if that isn't uh, with the Dark Order or not. Uh, I think he could be utilized over there better than we've seen a WWE be able to utilize him the last uh, half a year or so when Jeff has been uh, injured or out. Well, look, for me, I don't want to see – I'm with John on this one, I think. I think he's going to agree with me because I know how he goes with the legends. Delete that, your career. Yes. Delete your look, career. The problem with Matt Hardy is it's just sad to watch him wrestle because his body just can't take it anymore. I don't need to see him be in the ring anymore. I would love to see him be in a managerial-type role, or even if he's not going to be an on-air talent, the man is creative. Look at what they did in Impact with the Delete storyline or with the, the Broken Matt Hardy storyline and the whole Broken Universe, Brother Nero, and all that stuff. It was great. It was very innovative. I think he could really be great for a creative team, whether it's AEW or back in Impact or in WWE. There's a place for Matt Hardy in the business. I just don't think it's in the ring anymore. I don't think uh, his creativity vibes with what WWE wants to do. And so if I like what you said about making him kind of a managerial type role, yeah. um, whether it's with the Dark Order, which I feel like they've teased that so much that they're trying to make that as kind of a, a red herring out there to make people think that's what's going to happen. But um, I would love to see his creativity behind the scenes at AEW. And uh, I think that would be a pretty good uh, combination right there. Now, speaking of the Dark Order, When AEW Dynamite came to Atlanta, Raven was seen at ringside. Well, now there's rumors coming out that one of the other, the leader of the Dark Order could actually be Raven. We might actually get to see Raven back in the ring. We remember him back from his WCW days, Raven with his flock, which to me, I preferred to call it Raven and his flop. But hopefully the Dark Order could be something that actually could resurgence his career. Colwell, would you be excited to see Raven back in the ring? I always enjoyed Raven. I definitely don't want to see him back in the ring. It's another case of the last few times we saw him was very sad. Great mind, great uh, on the microphone, could be great in a managerial role, but I don't even know. Honestly, he's been doing the whole Raven shtick for so long. I don't even know that I even want to see him in any new role because I feel like it'll be same old, same old. So I almost would rather just see Raven be the guy you see at the Fan Fest. 
and you know go shake his hand, pick his brain about something, and, and let it be that. I don't understand why you two all uh, or all three of you equate uh, being the leader of the Dark Order into a in-ring role. I mean, can't you just be the leader of the Dark Order and be that managerial and uh, and you know leader of the pack role? You don't have to also be in the ring at least not every week, maybe once in a blue moon. So if he came over and was the leader of a of the Dark Order in a managerial a leader type role and then got in the ring maybe once in a while. I don't know if he still has that, has it the go uh, to be in there. Definitely not probably every week. I think he would be a great leader. I mean, that was what his whole career was kind of, or not his whole career, but his whole Raven career was kind of geared toward that goth uh, dark side uh, attitude. So I think he would be a great fit for that role. I agree. I think he'd be awesome. Uh, He's always been awesome on the mic. So just to come out and give like, really cryptic dark promos uh i always was a fan of raven back in wcw by the way quick note raven was at our very first shw show and he holds a victory over ac mac by the way but uh, that's neither here nor there that's but, a former champion by the way <laughs> exactly so raven uh he might not have it like he used to but uh, he can get in there and throw a kendo stick around but um no i would love to see him in some sort of uh role just where he comes out and gives promos uh, if he is the exalted one but um, I feel like because they showed him the other day and it's been all over the Internet, that's another red herring where they're just putting it out there trying to get people talking, which is exactly what we're doing. So Yeah, I think it's too easy of an answer. I think that there might be some more that's out there, and we might actually get a complete uh, twist on whoever it is. Speaking of AEW, AEW, well, they won all the demographics in the ratings this week. They added a new one to their list. Viewers over 50. They won this week, which they've been struggling with that one. Now, they won it by a tight margin, but now this leads as they get ready to go into a pay-per-view. So now that they've gotten, they've led all demographics in the ratings category, obviously WWE has strayed away from saying that they're truly competition. Adam, you're a big ratings watcher, and you do a great job with bringing us the ratings. Do you think WWE needs to be concerned about this? Because now the old faithfuls, they're not so faithful anymore, and they're start, they might be starting to change the dial. No, I don't think they need to be worried about this. And I think we may be getting into a season, WrestleMania season, uh, where NXT will probably win a couple of these nights again, kind of like they did leading into Survivor Series when there was a lot of crossover of talent. Uh, so I wouldn't be shocked to see NXT pop up and win a couple nights here and there, especially if Charlotte continues to appear on NXT and maybe some other storylines start to bleed over as we build towards WrestleMania, maybe something with Keith Lee and potentially somebody on the main roster I think would be a big hit. Uh, I know all of us would enjoy that, as we've uh, expressed before. So do they should they worry about that? No, I think they've got a couple wins or two uh, or three. Uh, coming their way. I think it's possible that they could get a, a win or two down the stretch of WrestleMania, but I don't know how likely that is based on, I feel like from a creative standpoint, Dynamite has kind of gotten to a rhythm as of late, and I, I feel like they have control of these ratings right now, and so unless something just kind of go falls off with them, I think Dynamite's going to keep winning those ratings, but I think they are recognizing the fact that they are getting beat week in and week out, hence why you're getting a show next week where you have two steel cage matches with Velveteen Dream, Roderick Strong, and uh, as well Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. So you're getting two cage matches. They're going all out for a big show next week. You guys may have already discussed this on, pre- on past shows, but I'm just curious when... you don't listen. I, I told you guys. I've never heard of you guys before until tonight. No, uh, but when is NXT going to start traveling? Because I think once they start traveling, 
that might help the ratings because people are tuning in and looking at TNT and going, AEW, it's looking like a big arena show, which they are, and then they're flipping over, and it just looks like a tiny, small, little, almost an indie show, which was kind of the charm of NXT to start with. But now I just feel like if they go on the road and start – because you look at the takeovers. The takeovers are in these big arenas, have those big show feels. If their Wednesday night shows were like that, I feel like that might help draw in some more ratings. But as of right now, I mean, AEW seems to be doing it pretty handily. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. It'll be fun to watch because it's great to have Wednesday Wednesday night wars because we Mm -hmm. live through the Monday night wars. So it's great to see a little bit more. Coming up, it's time for the go-home portion of the show. We're going to do our picks for AEW Revolution. And Colwell makes mention of something about taking his clothes off. Gillespie, be grateful you're not here because I there. have no clue what the heck is about. I never uh, said yeah. those words. He made I'm changing the game. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel so much better. I hope you guys stay with us, please, for the six of you that are listening. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Finishing Move on the Atlanta Sports X, 1230 AM, 106.3 FM, live from Cobb County. Home team and Hamilton, weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon. I don't want to use a good book for, for these kinds of purposes. Rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Proverbs 5, 18 through 19. Home team, Randy Lee. Let all <laughs> you know of God's people say, hey, amen. Amen. I know that's right. I'm going to laugh at you in a very, very good way. <laughs> you, you knew immediately where that scripture was. <laughs> this is the Sports X. Ready to get rewarded? Open a SunTrust Advantage checking account and you can feel rewarded right away. Our new debit card controls let you lock your card and set spending limits directly on our mobile app. You'll also get free identity protection and credit monitoring through ID Notified by Experian. Peace of mind and great rewards. Advantage checking gives you all that and more. Visit a branch or go to suntrust.com slash get rewarded to open an Advantage checking account today. Confidence starts here. SunTrust, now truest. Member FDIC. Excitement is in the air as the Braves begin their 2020 campaign in their brand new spring training facility in Northport, Florida. And the Braves are taking you behind the scenes with an exclusive five-part docuseries. Behind the Braves showcases their new ballpark and lets you follow your favorite players and coaches both on and off the field to see how they're preparing for the upcoming season. New episodes Episodes drop every Thursday exclusively on YouTube, and you can watch now at youtube.com slash Braves. Atlanta Braves baseball for the A. Live from Cobb County, this is The Finishing Move with the road dog Adam Gillespie, the bearded wrestling fan Chris Colwell, and Big John Radcliffe on the X. Go home. That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me! You're listening to The Finishing Move live from Cobb County, 1230 AM, 106.3 FM. Like I said, it's time for the go-home portion of the show. Now, normally, this is where we come up with some strange off-the-cuff topic to talk about. But we have picks. We're going to lock them in this time. No one's going to text or tweet or send a message out saying, I want to change my pick. We're going to lock them in this go-round. Agreed, guys? Agreed. Yes. You're making a pick? I hadn't heard from Gillespie. Sure. Is he still there? <laughs> Did he get upset because I told him Danny wouldn't come up here oh. if he was here? 
All right. <laughs> we'll write um, down his picks later. Yeah, we'll figure his out. I'll make, I'll make his picks. I actually right, so, like that idea. We'll go with that. I like it. He's not here. All right, so for the first match of the night, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Colwell, who's your pick? I think the way the storyline has progressed with Sammy, the injury for Darby, I like Darby winning this. I think it's going to be one of the best matches on the card. Road Dog, you there? I'm here. I am going with uh, Darby Allen as well. I do like Darby. I'm going with Darby Allen as well. B Dub, who you got? That's a clean sweep. I'm going Darby as well. Dustin Rhodes taking on Sammy Hagar, Jake Hagar, Jack Swagger, whatever his name is. We this the is people. the first match that we're going to see Jake Hagar in since he's gotten to AEW. Dustin Rhodes versus Jake Hagar. Road Dog, who you got? Uh, Jake Hagar for me. Colwell. Sammy Hagar, actually. No, Jake Hagar. I got Jake Hagar, too. B-Dub. Another clean sweep, Jake Hagar. Okay, we're all cheating off each other's papers here. <laughs> Stop looking at my sheet. Giving me flashbacks the to answer high school. C. <laughs> you got the AEW Women's Championship. Nyla Rose taking on Kristen Statliner. Chris Statliner, excuse me. Chris Statlander. Her two. <laughs> Boop. Colwell, who you got? I'm going to go Nyla Rose to retain here. B-Dub. I, uh, I'm rooting for Chris Statlander. Road dog. I am picking the king of the mountain, Nyla Rose. Hey. Easy, easy. Nyla Rose, I believe, will retain her title on this one. You have Cody Rhodes. He's going to get his hands on MJF. Who you got, Road Dog? Cody or MJF? Oh, I, I, Cody Rhodes. After all he's gone through to get to this match, they've got to give him the payoff of the win. I'm going MJF because of the build that you've given him in this heel role. I think they've got a lot, a bright future for him down the road, and he needs this win more than Cody does. B-Dub. Uh, I am rooting for Cody, but I'm going to say MJF because kind of like uh, Chris just said, they've he's already kind of got that uh, stat- status as being like the top heel in the company, and this is just going to put him on that whole next level. I agree. I think MJF wins this one, and I think Cody Rhodes, I'm rooting for him, but I think MJF is going to continue the build that he has there. The AEW Tag Team Championships will be on the line. Champions Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks. Road Dog, who you got? Hangman has a cool name. I'm going with them to retain. B-Dub, who you got? Uh, man, I'm loving this storyline, but uh, I'm thinking the Bucks will win uh, because I think Hangman and Kenny, something's going to happen. Something's going to break down during the match, and... I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going to go Omega and Page to retain here only because I think this storyline has more legs to it. Eventually, the Bucks do win the titles with Omega and Page split, but it ain't here. Uh, I think the Young Bucks win this one. I think this is where Omega and Page split, and they start an individual title, and I think Page, uh, Page is going to go heel, and we're going to start to see more of that story to de- start to develop. Oh, and last but not least, AEW Championship, Chris Jericho. He will take on John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose. I won't even say that anymore. I won't disrespect him like that. <laughs> How dare you? John Mo- Taking on John Moxley. Chris Colwell, who you got? I'm going to say Jericho to retain here because somebody interferes and costs Moxley the match. BW. Uh, same kind of thing there. I'm going with Jericho. Road Dog, who you got? Uh, Y2J. I, I'm going to go with John Moxley. I think it's uh, time for him to win. I think ooh. it's Chris Jericho. Time for Chris Jericho to drop it. And I know there's two more matches, but evidently I didn't. Pull I got them. Up. Right Park here. and Orange Cassidy. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Is pick- the next match. Yeah, if you want to go ahead, Rodo. Well, go ahead and pick it. Well, I'm going to go here with Orange Cassidy because I think he's finally going to try. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy as well because he has to do something. Brandon? Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. All right, it's a clean sweep. I'm going to go with uh, Orange Cassidy. Members of the Dark Order 
Evil Uno and Grayson taking on former tag team champions Scorpio Sky and Frankie Carson. This will be on the buy-in, right? Yes. Free show? Yeah. Oh, they confirmed that. Yep. Okay. I just saw that. Yep. Very good. I'm going to go Dark Order to win here, and their storyline continues to progress. Uh, I'm going Scorpio Sky. I think they got to do some more to get this tag team some more momentum. You can't just have that one be messed up a little bit, so I think they're going to go Scorpio Sky. Brandon, who you got? Well, I can neither confirm nor deny that I'm in the Dark Order, but I am going to say the Dark Order will win this match. I'm going to say the Dark Order is, too. It looks like they've got a lot of momentum, especially with the Exalted One apparently coming soon. They're locked in. So there are all our picks. They're locked in. Now, this is a point where Chris Colwell said he's taking off clues. So <laughs> if we don't go to break, I never once made those statements whatsoever. I said the game was changing. The very fabric of the finishing move was changing. Because You're a baby? come September, there will be a new member of the finishing move family. What? Yes. My wife and I are indeed expecting. Hey, oh, congratulations. congratulations. Thank, you. Thank you. How about that? All right, bombshell. Let's go ahead and help out a little bit here. This is recommendations for the name. Christopher Adam John Benefield Colwell Jr. (laughs) I like it. Short and sweet. That's That's my recommendation for a name. I mean, we'll write it down and take it under advisement, but ultimately... You can call him by his initials. I don't... (laughs) What would that be? I don't even remember what all you said, to be honest. (laughs) C-A-J-B-C. That's it. See, it rolls right off the Pretty tongue. Nice. It just rolls right off the yeah. tongue. It's good. Well, look, so there. did I get naked for no reason? I thought we were all getting naked. Oh, good Lord. No, don't worry. I took my pants off. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Swinging free. <laughs> kind of dog and pony show you guys running up in here? I have no clue how to close out the show after that. We ended it on just such cut it off. a high note. We were doing so well, such great news. And honestly, I'm more scarred than both of you because Gillespie's done the show nude with me before, so that's what's even more. <laughs> I knew it. That's the one I listened to. Yeah, having bad memories here. You've been listening to the finishing move on the Atlanta Sport. No, look, Chris Colwell to Mrs. Colwell. Congratulations! Yes, that sir. is outstanding Whew. news. Now the Thank finishing you. move has another listener. Yes, Yay! we do. I will, no, no. After that segment, the last few minutes, I'm not letting my kid listen no, to the no, show. No, 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 no. You want to know why my kid isn't listening? Let your kid listen. Mess your now kid I know why your kid doesn't exactly. listen. Exactly. I let my kid listen. I'm not going to say anything. That's the least shocking thing I think we all <laughs> have heard. Look, Colwell family, congratulations. Little Colwell, we can't wait to meet you in September. It won't. It'll go from what? Royal Rumble season, WrestleMania season to Colwell season? There you go. Pretty much. I mean, WWE will be so boring by then that the more interesting thing will be the fact that I do have a, a newborn. So there's that. I guess we should go ahead and put it out here because once Colwell has a kid, he won't be able to watch wrestling anymore. So if you're looking oh. to join the finishing move, we might be looking oh. for a third member. Well, you got join. a guy right here that could join. Uh, we, I that, guess I'll just come every week. That might be the direction that we'll be going. He'll just join the show like I just kind of joined the show. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. He just showed up. Just keep showing up. <laughs> B-Dub, thank you for joining yes, us sir. this week. Thanks Adam Gillespie, thank you for joining us this week. He's My gone. pleasure. Not so defeated. <laughs> well, I'm t- He's gone. I cut his mic off now. Chris Colwell, you know it's always great for you to be here. Congratulations thank to you, you sir. and your wife. I hope you guys have a wonderful pregnancy, a healthy pregnancy, and I hope you have a healthy, beautiful baby boy. To all you guys <laughs> listening, thank you guys for joining us. You've been listening to The Finishing Move live from Cobb County on the Atlanta Sports X, 1230 AM, 106.3 FM.
wrestling's fake. Wrestling's not fake! 